Welcome to the SC Yoga Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Deal, a certified yoga teacher and integrative health and wellness coach. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with helpful tools and information that will help you better understand the connection between yoga, mindfulness, and movement in bite-sized episodes so that you can break through the barriers in your life. Let's get started because yoga, it's the real deal. Hey listeners, welcome to season two, episode 12 of the SC Yoga Girl podcast. If you are noticing a difference in my voice today, I am recording this one ahead of time during the holiday season and my husband and I were hit with, you guessed it, COVID. And so though I do feel better now, I am still experiencing some congestion. So if you notice that in my voice, that is why, but just know that I am on the mend. We are going to continue this week with our deep dive into the chakras, and today's episode will be focused on the second chakra, which is the sacral chakra. The Sanskrit word for this is swadhisthana. The sacral chakra is located in the lower abdomen. It's about two inches below the navel, and you can visualize it as being at the center of your body rather than at the front. So it's about two inches deep. The sacral chakra is thought to be our most important emotional center. It's associated with the color orange, and the element associated with the sacral chakra is water. The associated body parts are all the reproductive organs, the bladder, kidneys, adrenals, and the lower back. People who are strong and balanced in this chakra radiate warmth and friendliness, and they are open to the world around them. They have energy, compassion, emotional stability, and they genuinely love life. When the sacral chakra is out of balance in some way, it can cause people to have issues with trust. They might tend to be hypersensitive, and they can be emotionally volatile. When depleted in this chakra, people might tend to be completely disconnected and cold towards other people. People who are overactive in this chakra might be needy and emotionally dependent on other people. No matter where you feel you might be with this chakra at the moment, know that everyone tends to get out of balance with this chakra now and then. Because it is thought to be our emotional center, it is difficult to keep this one in balance. When out of balance in any way, here are some things you can do to help heal and bring that balance back. Number one, incorporate orange however you can. That might be with the clothing you wear, the foods you eat, the stones you use, which brings me to item number two, use healing stones. Some good ones to use for helping to heal and bring the sacral chakra back into balance are carnelian, snowflake obsidian, orange calcite, Citrine, sunstone, tiger's eye, amber, moonstone, aragonite, goldstone, and even amethyst. Number three, think about including ginger as a spice in your diet because it is known for its warming energy. Number four, we talked about this a little bit last week when we were uh, talking all things to do with the root chakra. We talked about chanting the bija sounds, and the bija sound or mantra associated with the sacral chakra is VAM. So if you can think about chanting VAM over and over again, 
I will guarantee you that you will feel the energy centered right there in that lower abdomen where the sacral chakra is located. Number five, incorporate free-flowing movement of any kind into your life, like dance, anything that allows the hips to release the stagnant energy that might be trapped there. Number six, participate in any creative and artistic activities, things like writing or painting, sculpting, anything like that. Number seven, eat foods that nourish the sacral chakra. So these are things like nuts and seeds and also those orange foods like sweet potato, carrots, oranges, melons, mangoes, which are some of my favorites, pumpkin and butternut squash. Number eight, hydrate with pure filtered water. And it is a bonus if you infuse that with orange fruits. I personally love to drink my water with sliced oranges in it and I even add mangoes sometimes too. Number nine, journaling your feelings and emotions. Again, this chakra is associated with the emotions. It is the seat of our our emotional center. So journaling about your feelings and emotions can be super helpful in balancing and healing the sacral chakra. Number 10, think about incorporating affirmations that help to ignite this chakra. Some of my favorite affirmations when I'm working with my sacral chakra are the following. I am passionate about my life. I go with the flow. I am in touch with my feelings and emotions. I honor my desires. And my favorite, I am creative. Finally, you can use your yoga practice in helping to work on healing and balancing the sacral chakra. Here are some really wonderful things to think about bringing into your yoga practice. Hip openers, hip openers, hip openers. (laughs) We do tend to store our emotional and physical tension in the hips, so it's important to open them, especially to bring in moves that take them through their entire range of motion. Remember that this Chakra is associated to the element of water, so try to include movements that feel very fluid in your hips when you can. Here are some ones that I like to do when I'm working on my sacral chakra. Child's pose. And rather than just landing and staying still in it, I like to sort of rock my hips from side to side before I find that stillness. Another one I like to do is bound angle pose, also called butterfly. The Sanskrit name for this one is Bada Konasana. I like to land in this one and before finding stillness, just again, move around from side to side or forward to back on my hips. Seated wide-legged forward fold. Again, adding in that nice fluid movement to your hips until you um, feel like you can find that stillness. Happy baby pose, same thing, adding those movements to rock the hips from side to side if you feel like you need to do that before finding the stillness. Seated torso circles, if you've come to my class, you've also heard me refer to these as your peanut butter jar move. Um, This one's a great one for getting that uh, hip movement going. And also pelvic tilts. Incorporating lower abdominal work into your yoga practice is also super beneficial for getting that 
sacral chakra back into balance. Again, since that chakra is located in the lower abdomen, it's a great thing to do work or moves that keep that area of the body strong and toned. Um, That is a great way to help us let go of unnecessary muscular tension throughout the body. And so some things to think about doing to help build up that lower abdominal area are cobra pose, which is bhujagasana, locust pose, which is shalabhasana, and then boat pose, which is navasana. And of course, as always, meditation. When you can learn to let go of anything that doesn't serve you, anything you don't need to be carrying around with you in terms of the emotions that you're experiencing can help open you up for those new and better things. So definitely build in anything to your meditation that helps you deal with your emotions. All right, readers, listeners, (laughs) that brings us to the end of all things to do with the sacral chakra. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we'll pick back up with our chakras again next week. Until then, thank you for listening. Namaste and have a sparkling day. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the SC Yoga Girl podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you next time. Mm